All right, we good? Good. All right. Um, hey, y'all. So we are back. Well, I'm not a part of this thing, but we're back. <laughs> so, Guess who's back? Yeah. <laughs> Uncle and Neff coming at you guys with another Stop. episode. Um, yeah, this time, uh, honestly, kind of unprepared with this. Um, so we'll just kind of kind of ramble and see what comes out of it. Yeah, shooting in the darkness, <laughs> yeah. shooting the breeze here. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so the topic that I kind of came up with at the moment was basically, uh, this is a boys only podcast, so yeah. no girls allowed. Yeah, so take this moment to disconnect. Yeah. <laughs> you are a girl. Yeah. JK. Uh, yeah, well, so basically it's, uh, uh, I guess being a man or what's considered a man, I guess. Uh, so manliness in your culture versus, um, now, like as uh, believers, kind of what I'm going for. Uh, title still in workshop. <laughs> yeah, biblically speaking. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I guess question for you to answer, Uncle, is mm. uh, uh, what does uh, what does your culture culture say about uh, what it is to be a man? Hmm. So, I'm kind of wondering how you came up with this on such a fly. Like, were you sitting on the toilet or something? Yeah. <laughs> And it just came to you. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the mirror. <laughs> I'm gonna start with the man in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> so how does my culture define what being a man is? So, <clears throat> I guess with that we have to define like which culture, you know, that like my native culture versus the dominant, you know, Western culture. And, you know, I mean, these two things have been side by side together for so long, it's almost hard to differentiate the two. But for simplicity's sake, I guess, starting with native culture, where I'm from, you're considered a man after you go through a certain series, like a certain process, right? Mm -hmm. Initiation, you you know what that's all about. Mm. And so after you go through the this process then you're considered a man in the pueblo like take for instance for me when i when i went through it i you know was considered to be a man at a very young age and like basically what they told me was that that i carry now i carry these responsibilities basically for providing life and so that was what made me a man however uh, I did not, how would I say, I did not carry myself as a man. I'm very, in a, in a lot of ways, I was still very much a boy, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't old enough to hit up the aunties yet. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that one in there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, for you guys out uh, listening out there... Um, um. Uh, my name's uh, yeah. My name is Michael, and mm. I am I'm Hopi. So uh, <laughs> Uncle here, yeah, is uh, Just call me Uncle. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle here's um, uh, San Juan Pueblo. So we're the Pueblo, uh, Pueblos here. Pueblos. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um, so yeah, so understanding that uh, we sort of I guess uh, I guess sort of have that same upbringing in terms of like culture, um, because it's kind of the same for me. Uh, what it, what it, my culture, 
viewed being a man was yeah going through the initiation process um you know i was just a boy um you know running around uh doing whatnot causing trouble uh, but then you know it came came a time where there were some of my uncles you know were like hey like grow up <laughs> so come to the field yeah, with man, us man up yeah <laughs> yeah man up and you know then that came the start of where my parents would find me a godfather someone who would basically lead me through the process of what it is to become a man so once they kind of figured that out and you know and i went through that process and all of that happened when i was at the age of nine so you know, one day I was playing with Legos and Bionicles, and next, next you know, like, <laughs> next you know, I just can't do any of that. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're just suffering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full of life and hope. <laughs> now it's just done. Yeah. They, they told me you can't be doing that no more. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I was like, I didn't like to anyway. <laughs> I was like, what, last week? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that was kind of like the process for me was just like, you know, going through that process. And like, yeah, like I said, I was like nine years old. So like, I didn't know what was going on. Like, I still remember the day too, like uh, everybody was all getting prepared and stuff like that. And um, I have an older, older cousin who looked at me and he was like, dang, you're going to die today. And I was like, what? Yeah, you're going to die. <laughs> I was like, because like everybody was like making a huge deal out of it and I was getting scared and stuff. And yeah, I admit I went into it kind of scared. I didn't know what was going to happen. But yeah, at the end of it, like honestly, like I was like, oh, okay, so this is, this is what it is. Mm. And then, so yeah, my godfather was the one who kind of helped me through that process. And at the end of it, you know, it was, um, uh, supposed to kind of be around and then you know help me later on with my culture and stuff but uh he kind of kind of dipped <laughs> yeah, so I don't think, ah, you can figure it yeah. out now <laughs> that's basically what happened he was like oh man you're a man now well see you later yeah. <laughs> congrats like, yeah. yeah so that's kind of what it what it was like for me um yeah so uh um, some of the questions I have here are, um, like in your, I guess, upbringing, uh, yeah. in your upbringing, you know, your culture and then, you know, the Western view, like, what do you think a man is? And like, what do you, uh, or like, I guess kind of already answered it, but like, when do you become a man? Like, and I guess in your eyes, like kind of, what do you see? Like, Oh, like, um, I'm a man now. Oh, when did I become a man? Yeah. <laughs> You want to know? <laughs> you really want to know? <laughs> uh, let's see here. So, yeah, they, I guess it's 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 hard for an I guess a native man, you know, mm-hmm. native dude, to distinguish and know when he is actually a man, especially if he's you know a Christian trying to live out biblical values, trying to follow the Lord, and that's rough because you've got your culture, you've got the Western culture. And then you got the biblical standard, the biblical culture, in a sense. And you, you know, there's some things that translate from the native culture, you know, biblically speaking, that are you know you can practice, and then Western culture that you can practice. And there's some things in both where you they're just ungodly, right? Mm. Take for Western culture, for example, you know, you know, people say you become a man, whether you know. 
um, when you, I guess, get your driver's license, right? You can finally drive. Now you're a man because you can go to work. I'm not or, a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by that definition, you are not a man. <laughs> <laughs> or like when you or some people say you become a man and you start going you get a job right you, mm-hmm. you start working to pay your bills and stuff and there's some people that say you're a man when you you yeah. know so I'm a man again <laughs> <laughs> not a man it's like oh that's strike too <laughs> so he doesn't drive and he doesn't work <laughs> it's like you're like total package man yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like in I guess you know another sense too is like when I guess in the more debased, more sick sense is when, you know, the first time you have sexual relations, then you're like, oh, I'm a man now. And that's, that's just totally wrong and disgusting. Like, <laughs> that's <all> sick. Sin, <laughs> sinful. <laughs> and there's, you know, there's, or there's people, they say you become a man when you, you know, get married and, and mm-hmm. such. So with, so with me, you know, like, that was hard for me because, like, I was like, uh, it's like I don't know how, how, as a as a man, single man at that, like, how do I s- express my manhood in a biblical sense that honors the Lord, but also like represents the cultures I'm from, you know, because I'm also Navajo, so half Puebs, half Dang. Navajo, best of both worlds. <laughs> it's like Hannah Montana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wear a blonde wig. <laughs> Yeah, paint my face one way, yeah. <laughs> paint the other way. Hannah <laughs> Montana. <clears throat> so I guess I when I a man I would say then is someone who is aware that they can make choices and that they're responsible for those choices. Mm. Uh, right. They they become aware of who they are in Christ and in, in God. And that they have choices they can they can make either for righteousness or for, you know, according to their flesh for sin. And they're responsible with the outcome of it. Because boys just run away, you know. They're mm. careless. They don't really care about what's happening around them. A little boy, right? And unfortunately, <laughs> we still got grown men acting like little boys. Like they're just running around not caring how their choices are going to affect other people, right? So... In a general sense, we can talk more deets, but I think in a general sense, it's when you know that you have choices and you're responsible for those mm. and go about it in a wise way. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> but that's just me. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> That's on you. Yeah. <laughs> That's your choice. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think I have any comment on that. That's actually pretty good. Um, anyway, let's go. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> next. Um, yeah. uh, next question. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, the next question I do have on here is uh, uh, male influences in, uh, in your life. Uh both, I guess, you know, uh, from a, I guess, worldly, secular view. and Oh, and that'd be you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally you. Yeah. It's all you, man. Oh, and then, like, from, like, I guess, a Christian, uh, I guess, point of view, like... Oh, yeah, that's you, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, is there, like, anybody you had, like, kind of, I guess, growing up that kind of, I guess, displayed, I guess, close to what it was, like, you know, to being a man and, Mm. I guess, kind of, like, being there alongside you, like, kind of in a mentoring type of way? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I have to say my, my dad, definitely. My, so I'm from the culture I'm from, we're... Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, no dads. No dads. No, kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, besides your dad. Yeah. Well, well, I guess that's everybody, I guess. <laughs> I'm my own mentor. <laughs> Just kidding. If, you're, uh, if somebody, my mentors are watching this, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely my dad. Like, so, like I was saying, in my culture, you know, like, the, the dudes are in charge, right? You know, mm-hmm. you, with like other cultures and other tribes, that the ladies are in charge, and in a sense, the, the women have authority as well in different spaces and different roles. But you know, um, generally speak, not generally, but and where I'm from, like that's the guys who are take the lead, or they should anyway. So my dad, you know, he because of that, I think the Lord allowed me to be born to be allowed me to be born in that type of culture and i feel so blessed to be a part of it because i had a dad grandfather uncles who were really involved with my upbringing granted yeah we make make they're human they make mistakes right you know not gonna sugarcoat that and i'm pretty sure my my dad would agree with that but he did show me a lot of ways of how to how to be responsible how to be a responsible adult on the flip side now, how am I re- a responsible Christian adult? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. An image bearer, a light bearer in Christ. And I think that's probably like the essence of true manhood is like living out that that Christian identity because like that's hard stuff. That's hard to do. Like trying to be faithful, pure, have integrity, have character, be honest, truthful at all times. As men, we can't do that alone. We need we need God, right? Because as men, we're prone to not do those things. So, in my as far as my upbringing as as a man, a man after God's own heart, I guess <laughs> would it would have to be yeah, like Jason definitely poured has poured a lot into me. Jason Coppin, Doctor Coppin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give credit credits due. <laughs> Yeah, Jason, Jason Coppin, Clint Ross, definitely. Um, and um, who else? <laughs> who else is in that list? Richard, Richard Smith. He taught me a lot too. Josh Manning. He he continues to be a part of that as well. So I have a number of people who really poured into my life as as a man. And there's even some women that have helped me understand what being a man is. Um, not that they. Is exemplify, I guess, manhood, but <laughs> so. they they tell me like, you know, they need you to step up, be a man, you know, because <laughs> I think it takes does take it does take understanding what what a woman is to be an effective man. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, so the man and woman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking from the rib. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, mm, ribs. Yeah. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> Baby back. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all, it's all good. It's all kosher. Uh, for me, like, it was, uh, 
I don't know. For me, it was a lot harder. Uh, for, uh, just that, like I said, like uh, my godfather was supposed to be there, but then he just <laughs> he just dipped. <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah, I was like, you're supposed to be there. Um, but yeah, it's and it's funny too because like I, like I don't think like my parents put a lot of thought into it when they picked out my godfather. Mm. Um, so like, yeah, and it was funny because I he actually got married a couple of years ago and I went there because just like you know show support. And I was bringing him, like, you know, it was he was having a Hopi wedding, so, you know, I came up there with some pop and flour and stuff like that. And then he, uh, he's like, oh, yo, thanks, thanks. He's like, oh, kwa, 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 kwa. And then he looked at me, and he was like, who are you? <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm your son. I'm your son. <laughs> Long lost son. Yeah, and I, yeah, I just, I went, ate, and I left, and. Um, it was funny because all the all the aunties there all recognized me. They're like, "Oh, you're his godson, like, oh, hey. he's a sweetheart." Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> just this small. <laughs> and then they're like, "Did you go say hi to your dad?" I was like, "Uh, I did, but uh, <laughs> like, I don't think you recognize me." He didn't say hi to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I "Took my pot back." Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like that was just one of the like. Like the interactions I had where like I just felt like, oh, okay, so I guess like maybe being a man is like doing this on your own, like figuring everything out on my own. Mm. Like that's what I thought it was. And, you know, uh, your uncles your, are, you know, also play a big part, you know, along with your fa- your your biological dad, like your father. Um, he played a big role too, like in uh, like addressing like some things and stuff. But for the most part, you know, my, my uncles were the ones who like, you know, were like, hey, like... Uh, you know, they would like steal me and stuff because I'll be I'll be inside just chilling, you know, and like with uh, watching SpongeBob. Yeah, watching SpongeBob. <laughs> As well, just yeah, just me hoing my just me hoing Manoia. <laughs> and then um, yeah, they'd be like, hey, let's let's go to the field um, just for a bit. And they would say, and I'm like, all right. And and next thing you know, it's like nine hours later. And you didn't get paid for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> setting up a tent out there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny now, like <clears throat> yeah, then. And they only have like you know just like canned stuff, so I just open up a can of beans and be like, "Here, this is a lunch." Yeah, I was like, "Ah, oh, then that's forty. Yep, <laughs> lunch. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what it was. Like I just got introduced to like that aspect of my, I guess, culture, like you know, planting and all that. And um, then later on, I started go when I started getting more and more, I guess, Christ, uh, curious about Christianity. You know, I started going down to a place called Jumpstart. You know, there's youth leaders there and uh, kind of understanding like their perspective of like what it is to be a man mm-hmm. and like seeing how they interact um, like with the youth. But more importantly, how kind of like, I guess this kind of go leads into like my next question, but like how they, I guess, uh, uh displayed their emotions because Mm. a big thing about you know in the guy culture or the guy worldview is that you know emotions is something that we don't display a lot it's something that you know we're not taught Mm. how to express you know in a way i guess that doesn't seem like you know feminine right um boys don't cry yeah (laughs) boys don't cry yeah cowgirl don't cry (laughs) yeah because I think honestly, the only time I ever saw male people or male, uh, male, I guess I don't know what do you, 
like the male people in my life ever display any type of emotion was mainly when they were under the influence of alcohol or drugs. Mm. Like that's literally the only time. Like when they're sober and almost right-minded because <laughs> the drugs mess with your brain. But like So like when they're sober and almost right-minded, like they're like, you know, they're stoic. They're tough. You know, they're like that indigenous, you know, that, mm. that you see in movies, you know, yeah, that eagle screeching. Yeah. <laughs> they, you know, they, they, they talk like they're all like, they're all full of wisdom and stuff. But as soon as, mm. uh, as soon as they get drunk or as soon as they start like, you know, smoking or doing ju- drugs, you know, they're sitting on the couch, you know, snot in their face, just missing her, you know, crying. <laughs> you moon playing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, love me strong playing. <laughs> You know, that's that's just how it is. And I'm like, dang, it's like you're a mess. <laughs> I was like, you're go to yeah, I was like, go to bed. <laughs> you know, they're like, hey Neff, come here. <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, so that's kind of like the only time I ever saw it. But mm. it wasn't positive emotions, I guess, of of what it was. So when I was down at Jumpstart and seeing the guys there, you know, they were, you know, they had like you know, this emotion that I was like not used to, you know, they would, mm. you know, they would tell me how much, you know, they care and like, oh, like they, they just want the best for me. And like, you know, they're praying for me. And I'm like, like, I didn't, I was like, I didn't know what to do with that. Like, uh, like, Thanks. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, okay. okay. Whatever and stuff. Mm. And, but it kept going. There was like a repetitive to, to that. And so, like, little by little, you know, I kind of started opening up more. And so, Mm. like, from the time uh, I was, like, 12 to, I think, yeah, from the time I was 12 to, like, 18 when I fully became, like, when I actually gave my life to Christ, like, fully, you know, like, I think I had, like, like five male influences in my life who Mm. really did pour into me a lot. And, you know, that was, like, the main thing was, you know, you know, emotions and, you know, like, being a man and that you know they're not two separate things you know that it's it's not like i guess embarrassing you know to to tell you know another guy you know i love you or you know to even just get a hug or even you know accepting that hug and stuff like that mm-hmm. or hold hands during prayer <laughs> <laughs> pinkies yeah it's like holding hands like this yeah. <laughs> hands clasped yeah inter- interlocked <laughs> I was like greeting your brother with a brotherly kiss. Yeah, a holy kiss. Yeah, yeah. holy kiss. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. Shout out to the homies in France. Like, mm. <laughs> they do that. <laughs> it's like, all right, I can, I can dig it. <laughs> so this place thing is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so uh, kind of like uh, going into that, uh, um. Yeah. What are your thoughts like when it comes to like yeah emotion and and manliness? Mm. Um, uh, a sub question that I had on here was like, <clears throat> when was that that moment in in your life or journey where like like those emotions just like overflowed like like it was no longer like I, I can't hold it in anymore and it just like it just came pouring out like what was that what was that like and like I guess the experience surrounding that moment. Like an outpouring of emotion. Yeah, like the where... floodgates open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or love rain down. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, I think. I guess if you remember. Yeah. Were you sober? Missing <laughs> <laughs> her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. 
I how would I how would I explain this? So with myself growing up, I grew up around you know a lot of men, and what's interesting is that they showed emotion, you mm. know, even when they were sober or when they were drunk, right? They they would cry. I saw I saw men cry. I saw men I saw men laugh, express anger, you know, all these types of things with emotions. I sat down and I saw him cry, like my, namely my dad, my grandpa, like just, you know, my uncle, uncles. <laughs> <laughs> and so when, uh, so I, I wasn't complete, completely like isolated from emotion, but then, I mean, the same thing would happen too. Like the, the emotion, the expression of emotion would be amplified when alcohol or drugs were involved too, you know? And so... I think that's where I got kind of hung up. Like, how do I express my emotion, my my own emotions, in a healthy way? Because uh, I'd seen both sides of both sides of it. So, uh, uh, growing up, I was a very emotional kid. You know, and when I get angry, I start crying. You know, <laughs> <laughs> beating up the kid and like, crying. <laughs> Look what you made me do. <laughs> when like I realized that I was really expressing emotion healthy emotion was when like I realized that I, I needed I did need God I, I needed I needed him in my life and when I realized that like there's different moments of my life and my faith walk with him that I realized that I need more and more of him and there's several I can pinpoint certain times in certain even certain space places where i just poured out my heart to him and was you know on my knees crying and then at one moment laughing and the next moment just angry and then the next moment crying again like so it's just always been like that and i mean not always <laughs> but it's just there's different points in my life where i did do that and i like i guess i'm thankful for the environment i grew up in because i think they i think especially like my dad like he he showed me what it was like to be a man. He kind of, he kind of displayed, and you know, there was the stepping stones, I guess, the building blocks, but it wasn't complete, right? Mm -hmm. What completed my journey into manhood was Jesus. So I think as as boys growing up, the male influences they, they kind of give us the pe the puzzle pieces, but they don't show us how to put it together. Mm -hmm. Whereas we need Jesus to help help us put it all together, you know. And to get a, a big a picture of what manhood really looks like, because manhood is expressed in him, right? He cried, he was with people, he hung out, right? He was transparent, right? The transfiguration on the mount, he showed who he really was, like, and that's what us men we have to do that too, right? Be transparent, show who we really are. Uh, otherwise, if we don't, then it's gonna come out eventually, you know. <laughs> Whether that be through alcohol or through just unhealthy behaviors, sinful behaviors, right? Eventually, we show our true colors. So, aunties, they aunties. bring it out of us. Yeah, and aunties <laughs> just beat it out of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so. Yeah, I think with the emotions there, like, and I, I try to keep my emotions in check. Sometimes I do get the best of me and drive my decisions and stuff. And what usually happens is. A, when that happens is that I'm not making godly choices and I'm operating 
in my flesh rather than in the spirit. And emotions aren't bad. It's just what you do with them, you know? Mm. Yeah, I usually get on my bike, go to Buffalo, and start dancing <laughs> angrily. And Buffalo dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what it's do you no think? I wonder why it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you think's the more emotional side? Your Navajo or a Pueblo? Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know. Whichever, whichever eye is crying the most, I guess. Uh, I'd probably have to be by Pueblo because <laughs> Navajos typically don't show a whole lot of emotion mm. other than happiness and anger. Because <laughs> my grandma was happy when I, you know, chopped the wood, but she got angry when I didn't make the bread right, you know. Mm. You're, stewing the, you're stirring the stew wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be this way. <laughs> so why are you using a fork? Use your hand. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> it's hot, grandma. It's hot. My son is. <laughs> Ah uh, no, she wasn't like that. She's she's actually really kind, but yeah, she'd get mad at me when I try to help her make bread, mm. and she'd be like, uh, "Why don't you go outside and go help your uncle you know, <laughs> work on the truck?" And I'd be like, "You need help, me out. Like, go go inside and see if your your grandma needs help with." <laughs> like, I go back in. He told me to come back in here. Yeah. So stir the stew. I was like, well, that's easy. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I think definitely my my Pueblo side is a little more a little more emotional. Mm. Yeah, my Navajo side not as much, still emotional. Uh, and I think I think both cultures have unique ways of expression expressing emotion. Mm. Yeah, because growing up, I, I again even my Navajo side, I saw I saw my uncles cry too, but it was also too in a sense of like the you know that drugs and alcohol were involved too. Mm. The just missing her phase. Yeah, yeah, we've all had those. <laughs> He's all this guy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so we hear nodding, crying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know for me personally, like I guess in this question, like I said, um, I I didn't have. Uh, that luxury of like, you know, a healthy display of emotion. Mm. Um, I know for me personally, like, I think I, I don't remember crying a lot, um, growing up. Um, or even, I think I just, I don't know. I think I just got used to like the way things were like, I guess my life, <laughs> like got used <laughs> it to is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I just had that mindset. I was like, Oh, well, like, you know, cause people were getting sick. Uh, you know, people were, you know, dying and stuff and, mm. you know, like the, like the abuse and like, you know, people arguing and like drinking and all that stuff or, or even know, a lot of neglect. And I think that kind of like, I know, shifted my mindset. Like, Oh, like, uh, um, like there's not really room for emotion, you mm -hmm. know, just kind of go with the flow. Mm -hmm. Um, then when I was in foster care, you know, going through the foster homes I was in, like, even then, like, like I thought like, you know, like I think, uh, the foster homes I was in didn't really have a lot of healthy, like, emotion, I guess. You know, it was kind of like, it was kind of the same. It's just that, you know, it was dialed back. You know, there's no alcohol, like, or drugs involved. But, like, there was all, like, it wasn't, like, a healthy way of expressing emotion stuff. And, mm. you know, from, I think from there I learned, like, a lot of, like, uh, like, we call it uh, coping mechanisms to, like, not display emotion. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I didn't, when I got older... 
Um, I think the biggest thing that kind of really was like the tipping point, you know, that I guess really made everything spill out was when I was like on my first trip on, on Eagle Swings and, you know, w, WLS, you know, on the team. I was nearing the, nearing the end of uh, my first year on the team. And I don't know, I, I woke up and I, I just felt something was weird. Like, you know, the people around me were just like, being suspicious and you know, I, I didn't know what was up yeah, like number, a lot number seven was yeah. in the midst <laughs> for those of you oew you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah and so i was like i don't know what's up like like i don't know and and my mentor at the time you know kept asking me he's like oh you okay you fine i'm like yeah like what's up <laughs> yeah. good <laughs> yeah so back up homie <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, he kept asking me. He sat by me and stuff, and which was weird because like the whole summer he didn't really sit by me. So like one day he was by me, and I'm like, like I was like, what's your problem, man? <laughs> He's like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and so like then I got off the bus, got pulled aside, and it was there that I was like broken the news to me that my mother passed away. Um, and man, like it was just like I started crying, like the like I started crying, and then and then I started crying, crying. Like, I think it was just a lot of emotions that were just bottled up mm. and it just came like coming out. And I think that was like the most I cried like in such a long time. Like other times it was like, you know, like because I, I stubbed my toe or like got a cramp or something like that. But, you know, like that, like it was yeah. those are like, you know, she, she said no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she yeah, she said uh we're the same clan. I was like, dang. But yeah, so, but yeah, like it, it was that moment. Yeah. Like we're just, all the emotions just came out and like, mm -hmm. it would just wouldn't stop. Like, I don't know. Like I, I cried so much that like I got to the point where I couldn't even cry anymore. Like, or like, no, like no tears were coming out. Like it was just, I was just on empty running low. Mm. And so like, it was the first time that like I've experienced that. And then, I don't know, I think, like, the whole experience surrounding that was, like, I can remember, like, most of that day, but more importantly, the, the way it happened, like, from the moment I was, like, separated from the other people, and I thought I was in trouble, but turns out, like, yeah, it was, it was something completely different, and mm. so, I don't know, I think for me, like, that's, I think the first time, yeah, where all the emotion just came pouring out, and then coming here to IBC, you know, learning that, you know, like, that's okay, like, like showing that emotion and you know having those tears you know especially as as a guy you know like it's it's fine like as you know as uncle was saying like you know there's <laughs> and, you know there's there's like healthiness in that and you know it's it's i think you know doing more harm to you by holding it in than mm. you are like you know like crying and stuff like yeah. so i think yeah that's that was kind of my my spill and emotions and yeah. you've got to let it out yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like like you said, you know, bottle it in. It's gonna come out one way or another, and it, you can either take something cata as catastrophic as that it that was, or it could be other means, right? And and I think that's why there's a lot of, you know, a lot of men, young men out there who who didn't have, who didn't have the healthy display, or you know, don't have Jesus. They're you know that it comes out in other ways and we're you know hurt people hurt people and hurting men will hurt people mm -hmm. especially those that they're surrounded by and it's crazy to think how much our choices affect those around us and like mm -hmm. the choices we make 
Like they they really do affect people, and 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 if they're made carelessly, then that's gonna have an effect too. So no, it's it's good. Get it out. Let it hurt. Pain's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just miss her. <laughs> it's okay to miss her. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes you just gotta go top of a mesa and scream her name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that just, or <laughs> yeah, as well. Just don't get a tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> that'll hurt way more. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be crying more. <laughs> yeah. uh, <clears throat> well, well, so I was gonna say too, like about emotion is like, and that's some. It's something that you. It, it takes time to learn how to like deal with it. You know, mm-hmm. control because yeah, because like if you're trying to do it and you get frustrated and trying to like express it then you get discouraged and then you're like well forget about it like no you're gonna mess up right Mm -hmm. mastering your emotions takes time and i know i'm not i'm not there yet not Uh, the avatar yet yeah i'm not not there (laughs) and i probably ever won't be you know because i'm not perfect but i can strive to be better at it each day Mm. and how i express and deal with my own emotions like take for yesterday for example man i was just really stressed feeling overwhelmed just a whole lot happening and late at night i felt like the lord is just calling me to go to a, a, a special spot where i go a spot where i go to meet him and i went up there and was just kind of like in my mind just going over all these different things and at the end of it all, I was like, Lord, I'm not too sure what I'm going to do with all, about all this. And I'm just kind of a little overwhelmed. And I, walk, I walked away with him telling me, like, it's, it's going to be all right. You know, I got this. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, all right. He's like, I, was like, I'll, I'll, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, then, like, you know, I, I just feel so blessed, like, Growing up in the culture that I did and around the men that I was there and then the men that I have here. Um, because, like you said, not a whole lot of people have that had that luxury or had that blessing of seeing emotion being shared. I don't know if for, for some odd reason I, I grew up, when, how I grew up and how I perceived it, it was, it was a blessing, definitely. But there's also the... Other side of it too, <laughs> the neon moon, the yeah. singer stage, Tennessee, saw that too. <laughs> Tennessee whiskey, yeah, <laughs> love me strong, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think kind of to end this end this time here. Land the plane, yep. Land the plane. Um, yeah, I think yeah. Just to end all this is just you know if if. There's any of you guys out like out there, you know, young men. Um, yeah, I would I would say yeah, just um, there are healthy ways, I guess, of outletting these emotions. You know, like uh, I understand that like, you know alcohol and you know turning to to drugs. You know, it does seem, I guess, as a way of like tapping into that, or even just you know how some people you know drink to forget and stuff. But I don't. You know, I don't think that's, I guess, the way to go <laughs> because, you know, these, you know, these are your emotions. Like these are, you know, your, 
you know, your your happiness, you know, your your pain, you know, your fears, you know, your anger, mm. you know, like these are a part of you and you know, it's there is a healthy way to do you know, to express these, I guess, and you know, as uh uncle here was saying, you know, <laughs> you know, mastering your emotions is is something hard. You know, it's you're not going to get it right off the bat. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to come, I guess, easy. You know, you're not going to nope. wake up one day and be like, uh, like Zen master. Yeah. <laughs> and another another side of that is like, I don't want you guys to become a Spock, <laughs> you mm. know, choosing not to feel, you know, right. that's, you know, that's what I went through growing up. You know, I was, I was, I was at Spock and I was <laughs> running around, so choosing not to feel these emotions. You know, he's throwing up the M. Yeah. The e, the, the M. <laughs> It's <laughs> a big mic, don't cry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, just yeah, I don't <clears throat> want you to, you know, follow in that what I went through and go through the pain that I went through because you know, like eventually, it, you know, that you know, that cup will overflow. <laughs> mm. You know, and you know, it's going to be it would be a, I guess a crazy crazy day for you if that happened and I don't want that. I don't want you, you know, to be, you know, in that situation um yeah to be in that situation luckily for me i think the 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 positive of that was the fact that i was surrounded by believers um i was surrounded in an environment in which it was okay like mm-hmm. where i felt safe like i didn't feel like you know there's no judgment there's no shame into it like i i let it all out and at the end of it i was i was like you know, i was perceived no differently like i was still mm-hmm. a brother in christ and i was still loved by those around me and the support I had, yeah, was was something that I couldn't have imagined because I know that if I had gotten this news when I was still on the reservation, like I probably wouldn't have dealt it in the most healthiest ways. And I've told people that like if if I had heard this news when I was home on my reservation, I probably one hundred percent would not have continued to be a believer mm. because those emotions that came out were so strong that I. I'm so glad I was in the environment that I was in when the, at the time that I got received the news of my mother's passing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's it's good. Powerful. Just a testament to how what the power that the Holy Spirit has within the people of God. Like like you said, you know, like it took some a support network of believers to really help you understand and see and let you feel those emotions, right? And we got to learn to feel. Like, it, you just got to. You got to feel it. Like, <laughs> you can't suppress it. You can't put it away. You really got to feel your emotions. So I think yeah, tying it back into this talk of manhood, I think being a man, part of being a man is learning to feel mm. and not allowing it to dictate, you know. Feeling, not dictating who you are. You know, you got to feel. Learn to feel, but don't let it control you. If you let it control you, you start making some pretty poor choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or not not feeling it, and then <laughs> and then it just, I think it causes more harm than good, too, in its own way. Mm. Well, shall we end? Yeah. So, yeah, thank you guys for all who's out there listening. If mm. you're, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, let it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so if you if you have to end this podcast and go cry, it's like do it. <laughs> <laughs> cry. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, it's a signal. Oh yeah, <laughs> a signal to pray. <laughs> <laughs> no <Pat> um, signal. <laughs> um. So real quick. Um. So like, if you guys have been enjoying these. Uh, podcast episodes with uh me and me and uncle here um we are planning to do some a look a mini series involving this like different topics and stuff that we haven't touched on but you know wanting to um so like it's it's not gonna last forever all things gotta come to an end mm, yeah so, even the good things yeah the sun will set on our time but rise in yours <laughs> <laughs> you know there's another uncle and nephew out there. Yeah. <laughs> there is another. Yeah. So yeah, we we will be doing more and it, <clears throat> like once again, like if you guys do have question or like a topic or something you want us to dive dive into, just shoot the Instagram. I believe you guys have. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys have Facebook? Oh well, yeah, Instagram and Facebook. Um, just shoot them a message and you know let them know like hey. You know, I want Uncle Neff to talk about this or something like that. Or, yeah, you know, just whatever is on your heart or your mind. Um, I th- I think that's kind of it. Um, yeah, thank you. Okay. Oh, Kwai. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I guess you can turn it off now. <laughs>